Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I might chip out, man. I got this, yeah. Ankle Pickers, welcome back. Coming off of UFC 263 in Glendale, Arizona, we have and still is the Adesanya champ and new Brandon Moreno flyweight champ. We got the usual suspects on camera today. DK in my upper left, Reese in my bottom middle for set the spread for UFC Vegas 29. What's up, boys? How we doing? Riding high after an incredible weekend. A lot of fun, a lot of fights. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately for me, I started off hot. I had Moreno on my card as well, which was awesome. But yet again, the Israel Adesanya bites me in the asshole. And Martin Vittori didn't live up to what I thought. Those takedowns were honestly takedown defense by Izzy and getting up off his back. I saw improvements. So hats off to him. I can give credit where credit's due. And uh, looking forward to get back in af- back after it this week. Back after it this week. Let's keep things set for this upcoming week. Set the spread. These guys do not know the lines. We're here to pick them out for you. We have a tied record, eight and eight on the year. DK coming off last week's win. We're going to lead things off. First fight listed on the main card this week. Tim Means, Danny Roberts. Looks like it may be scrapped. I, there's some rumblings that Danny Roberts might not be able to make it. So we're going to take a pass on that one, keep it an odd number five fights for ours to set. So first fight that we're going to do, DK, kick things off for a welterweight bout between Matt Brown and Diego Lima. Yeah, this is a really interesting fight. Um, should be a scrap for sure, but I don't know if we're going to – it's going to be the top or the class in terms of techni- technical prowess um Diego Lima we've talked about in the past impressed both Reese and I um in his loss to Bilal Muhammad I think that was a short short notice loss too um but I really don't know um I, I don't see him I don't see him being a huge favorite over an old Matt Brown but I do see him being a favorite I'm gonna go minus 150 I have a very similar take to Danny, but a little bit different in the aspect that Matt Brown, for those who don't know Matt Brown, he was on season like two, one or two or something like early ultimate fighter, been a long time better the sport going on 40. He's already retired once. And the problem with Matt Brown here is he's always a, a gamer. He's all, he's never out, but outside of Ben Saunders, who's like, really washed up and Diego Sanchez with that flash elbow. It's been quite a while since Matt Brown really sniffed a victory. Even a lot of tough losses, Damian Maya, Jake Ellenberger, Donald Cerrone, Carlos Condit recently. And on the other side, you got a guy in Diego Lima who little younger, not as I would say, not as skilled as, as peak Matt Brown, but, I mean, the, the nine-year youth advantage, I say, is, is big. And, and fighting a guy like Bilal Muhammad and, and doing surpri- having his moments in that fight, I, I think I definitely lean Diego Lima here. Probably a little heavier than Danny. Um, I'm going to go 
minus 185. Youth is going to take this one, and and that's a line where I probably don't bet either side. I mean, Matt Brown's dangerous, but, man, 40 years old is really that over-the-hill moment. Minus 170, Lima. Reese sniffs it out. Oof. Oh, yes. Doing Five math in points. the head. Five points on that win. 15 away from Reese, 20 away from Half Reese. a penny. Half a penny, baby. Second fight of main card, middleweight bout. Wellington Terman and Bruno Silva. Reese, go for it. Oh, God. This one's tough. I uh, So, I was actually a fan of Wellington Terman as a prospect uh for the like we've talked about him a couple times in the pod here he's a guy that i think if he can string a little bit more together he can be a very not 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 dominant but he he can hold his own i mean he's 24 years old he's big and he's he's well-rounded skill wise but he hasn't shown that yet in the ufc i mean he he lost a split decision to carl roberson i laid off that one i remember the line being a little high and he got absolutely fucked on by andrew sanchez his last time out and i think we were all on andrew sanchez as a dog i'm pretty sure that was a family win here but i I, i'm a big fan of his i just sometimes wonder at the young age of 24 how much he's really strung together uh on the other side we got bruno silva who is here making his ufc debut and so it's really hard to pin a guy like Bruno Silva. Luckily for me, um, I, I have watched a little bit of his film in, in getting ready for this week. And it, it's hard to really tell what, what he's going to bring to the table. And so I'm going to lean Wellington Terman here just because I know who he is and I know what he's about. And so I'm, I'm going to go Wellington Terman minus 140. Uh Bruno Silva being on the other side at, at plus 120, I, I, I'm comfortable with. I just can't have the UFC newcomer being a favorite against a prospect that I actually am a big fan of. Yeah, you you took the thought process out of my mouth. I'm, I don't think I'm as high on Wellington Terman as you might be, but I just don't see – and in all honesty, I don't know a ton about the Silva of a guy. I've not seen any tape. I don't see how making his debut um, – and being off my radar, he's going to be a favorite. So I'll go a little higher than you. Um, I'm going to go not prices, right? I'll just do minus 170 for the prodigy. Um, but I got to say, if he he loses this one and he's suddenly one and four in the UFC or one and three in the UFC, he's got to give up that prodigy name. Give it to someone else. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. If he drops this one, I don't think they they pink slip him because, again, he's young. He's he's. He, he has a chance. But he certainly to... has to come up with a new nickname. <laughs> I agree. Oh, almost certainly. This would be tough because he came into the UFC like with two losses. So if you have five, you drop one. And yeah, that's tough looks. So Terman opened up minus 165. Sweet. Currently okay. sitting minus 145 Silva. Whoa. Whoa. That locked on us. That, and that's Whoa. a weak line movement. Whoa. My guess, my guess is something's going to be revealed to Danny and I when we actually dive in that some earlier sharps have, have already identified. Would be my guess. I wanted to get the guns off the streets, and now I want the guns on the streets. <laughs> we, if we would have just crossed a couple hours ago, we would be at Ask the same like point. In the night. 
Yeah. Third wow. fight on the main card. Wow. Hold on. I, I, I need to let everyone have that sink in for a second. That a guy that Danny, myself, and Vegas all pinned as a pretty heavy favorite is now at dog value on, on Monday afternoon. That's wild. That is wild. Sorry for the interruption. I'm just shook by that. I'm debating a pause in place, but I need to film more before I get that frothy. Right. It's a scary pause in place because yeah. there's so much unknown. I know. Man and Wave Out, Cheeto Vera, Davey Grant, Dan, get off the schneid. Yeah, I need this to kind of stay alive, right? Yep. Um, so this is really interesting to me because it's Davey Cheeto 2. Um, they fought in 2016 to a Davey won a unanimous decision. Obviously, they're completely different fighters than if I'm looking on Tapology. Um, Davey Grant was actually a favorite there. Um, wow. Yeah, slight favorite, like a minus 170, it looks like. 75. Um, that That is not going to be the case again. Um, similarly to the last thing, they passed like two ships in the night. I don't I, – I would bet – I would bet heavy Cheeto if it was at that number, so I think it's going to be decently higher. Um, I'm going to go with Cheeto 230. So – Danny pretty much stole my line almost to a T and a lot of it actually, I don't know if it's the same reason as Danny or not. I, I didn't look much into their, into their last fight. I looked more into their more recent, what we've seen. And remember that Jonathan Martinez line. And I remember this so well because we, we were doing uh, the main event challenge. This was on the main card and David Grant was a huge dog, huge dog. Um, I don't know how to check old lines like Dan said on Tapology, but I remember Davy Grant being in the plus two or three hundred, something crazy. And so if he's plus that against what I'm seeing at 250. 250. John and the Martinez was or uh Dave Grant was plus two fifty. Right, but then uh that big overhand right hand ended it. Right. And that and what I'm saying though is if he's plus two fifty against a guy like Jonathan Martinez. I hold more respect on Marlon Vera's name, although I do like Jonathan Martinez, and he's a guy that I think is a very talented striker. I, I think I would have – I would like to think I would have Cheeto Vera as the favorite over him, I would imagine, if they were fighting. So, in that vein, I'm going to take a similar line to, to what Jonathan Martinez was, and I'll go ahead and say Cheeto Vera minus two – what did you say, Dan? 30. All right, I'll go 250. Point DK, 235. Let's go. Wait, Poha, wait, wait did you just drill that buck? Half a penny uh, off. Oh, my God. Good bet, Dan. Poha, baby. Poha is right. Well-deserved Poha. Comain, the heavyweight bout everyone is excited and thrilled to see. Alexi Olenek and Sergey Spivak. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, do the honors. I mean, I I think Alexio Linick, like, I don't know what to think anymore. The man moves like he's 150. He's had 80 professional fights. Like, I, I, he gets if, – if he gets jabbed wrong, he's out like a light. 
but if he gets you to the mat, he can pull off a top choke. And I, I don't even know how to even begin to pretend like I can cap this one. What I do know is Sergey Spivak beats up on the little guys, beats up on the, on the scribs, and has a tougher time with guys. I mean, he lost to Walt Harris pretty fast. He lost to Marcin Tibera, who I actually hold in high regards. But then he goes on and he's, he's tapped out Tai Tuivasa. I mean, he just beat the Carlos Felipe who just fought last week. I mean, it's it's weird, but it's there's almost no scenario where Survey Spivak is a dog. So let's get that out the window now. There is no scenario. So the question is, is there a two in front of it? I'm inclined to say yes. The question is, is there a three in front of it? I don't believe so. I, I think that's where it gets a little bit to the point where I wouldn't bet it on either side if there's a three, but... I definitely would lean Olenek at, at a plus 250 or something crazy. I mean, Spivak's still young, 26, and you never know. I, I'm going to say two I'm – I'm just going to do a nice round number. I'm going to go Spivak minus 250 and let Dan decide if there's a three in front of it or not. It's a good number. Um, yeah, like you said, Spivak, I mean, it, as much as he's had trouble with the – Higher ranked guys, he's definitely the more well-rounded guy here. Uh, Alexi's only path to winning is, is, like you said, to wrap him up, get an anaconda or something. And he, and Alexi's like 43. He's actually a million years old. Got to favor the 26-year-old, everything you said. The surprising thing for me when I pulled up the rankings, though, is Alexi's ranked. Sergey is not. Interesting tidbit. Um, man, your number's nice. I think that a lot of people are going to continue to bet against the dinosaur. I'm going to go two seven five. I was hoping you'd go under. I won't lie to you. Two thirty. Reese is going wow. to. All right. I okay. For those who are actively following us on Twitter, uh, we've been quite active recently, and by we, I mean me. I get drunk <laughs> and I just rip shit out there. However, however, however. I did say Jamail Hill's a good parlay ad last week. Didn't age great. Sergey Spivak is actually a phenomenal parlay ad. I, I like if it stays in that 230, 240, 250 range, I think that could be a great ad with a guy like Marlon Barra, who you said was what, 235, or a guy one of the bigger favorites if there is i mean i don't really know what this card's looking like i haven't looked at any of the lines even the prelims but i i i i you will see a parlay on my card i imagine with with uh sergey in there so reese is going to take the point this week we're not going to shortchange you we've got the main event of the evening the featherweight bout TK. before we get into the main event uh <clears throat> i need to say something <clears throat> poha Nine and eight. Let's go. Danny's still trying to find that first lead of 2021. He's hanging around. He gets close. He bends, but doesn't break. I only need a lead when the clock's running out. (laughs) Just trying to tire you out. Like we said, main event, TKZ and Danny Gay. I guess Dan, lead things off. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for this fight. for me, it's it's real make or break for the Korean zombie. I know he took a 
incredible long layoff and has been spotty since. I really thought he was going to put on a masterclass Ortega and it went the other way completely. Um, I favor Ige in this fight, but there's no way the public is with me. There's no way they're that smart. I think that TKZ is, I mean, especially overseas, TKZ is still one of the biggest names in this sport. I'm going to go with the Korean Zombie minus 135. I literally agree to with Danny so much. I am – I if I was setting the line, I have Ige minus 150. That's where I have it. That's where I have it. Ige's hungry. He's on the right side of 30. He's had a lot of very, very valuable rounds with – very valuable rounds with – some high level strikers like, but like a Calvin Cater lost unanimous decision. Like Edson Barbosa, who he Edson beat. Barbosa W Mizrod Bektik was more of a grappler, but still a high level name. And so there's, I don't believe there's anything that the Korean zombie can throw at him that someone like Calvin Cater couldn't. Right. And you see too, the man just keeps getting better. We both Danny and I were on him heavy against Gavin Tucker. And I'm a huge Gavin Tucker fan. And he got slumped at 22 seconds. So Ige has tremendous, tremendous power. Very patient. Phenomenal striker. Uh, I, I would put it at minus 150. However, I'm with Dan. I, I think that if it, even if it opened at minus 150, it's certainly probably steamed down closer to even. I, I, I'm going to say that Vegas made it as a favorite. And I'm going to say that there hasn't been enough of a steam down yet. So I'm going to say Dan Ige is minus – what would you say, Dan? 135. I'm going to go 135. 30 or 35. Just, yeah, I'm going to go 35 or 30 the other way. It doesn't really matter. But I'm going to go 30 the other way. I'll go minus 130 the other way. I think Ige can see as high as 150. I think it's 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 going to be another good test for Ige, but I think it, at the end he'll, he'll get it done. You got minus 110s both ways. Oh, wow. So we split that one. That would have been so oh, funny if we ended on another tie. If I, had taken, if I had taken the big old heavyweight point. I Yeah, I no, I stole a point by by half a penny. If you get oh, that. Oh, my gosh, that's so gross. If you get that, we're going into another knockoff run. Runaway run. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up. Anything else? Reese, you want to close us with a oh. I do. I have one rumbling. I thought it was a burp, but it's actually just a poha! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.